Welcome everybody to Wolf Sheep. I am Luis Cavedo. And I'm Matthew Walker. And we have our special guest joining us today. Hello. <laughs> Rochelle. Uh, we'll, well, we'll get into that as we yeah. go along here. The uh, topic inception, which we kind of hit on last week, was um, the show changing. I got an email from our good friend Al, and he was very supportive about the changes. He oh, good. was just interested in knowing what they would be, but he's just, he's all in. He's all in for it. Oh, good. Uh, I think he had an idea of it being just a really major, major change. Uh, and I explained to him, no, some of it will be more cosmetic. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But Yeah. Um, there's the topic. Is, is Cosmetic so, could change the whole look of it. Think of that Aaron, that Jennifer Grey lady. Her career changed just a nose job. You know. Yeah, so. we both have faces for podcasting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you brought it up? For yeah, us? that's true. All right. All right. Uh, so Rochelle had some suggestions for us about the podcast. You brought it up to me when we were going to Starbucks one day, and uh, yeah, I and was, I wasn't sure. I, w- I honestly wasn't sure if I should bring it up or not because, like, when like when Lewis gave me the idea for the podcast, we were in the movie theater. Can't remember. I can't remember what we were going to see. Was it Pirates? Oh yeah, it was Pirates Five. Yeah. So he goes, "Yeah, I want to do a podcast." I was like, "Yeah, I've been wanting to do that." And then he goes, "I'm going to call it Wolf Sheep," and I'm like. What what does that mean? And and he's like, well, it'll be this. And he was really excited about it. And I was like, I I don't know about the title. I don't know if I like it, but I want to do the podcast. So, um, yeah. But you know, it's it's understandable when you explain it. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, you know, I changed the I just changed the name of my blog as well because mm-hmm. the blog was understandable to me, but not searchable. And and you know, so anyway. Um, good changes. Yeah, they're, good, they're changes. good changes. I, when when Matthew first brought it up, just to be f- completely transparent, like we were in the car, we were on our way to Starbucks, and he said, "Oh, you know, meant to bring this up to you. You know, just throwing it out there. Don't get freaked out by it." He said, "But you know, there were some suggestions about the podcast, and, and uh, Rochelle's pretty good with stuff like that." And he, oh, and I'm like, "Okay." So you immediately <laughs> put up the guard, and. He explained some of it to me, and and usually I can be kind of set in my ways about certain things. But as he's explaining the concerns to me, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I should have thought of that from a marketing perspective. That makes complete sense. Specifically, the show's uh, uh, name, which is, well, Wolf Sheep. Well, does that mean that you're... (laughs) How do you put it? Predatory? Yeah, what would you say? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, I was like, is that a hunting show? Is it, <laughs> like, wh- is this something about the Goldilocks? Like, I, w- I just wasn't sure. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. Like, I listen to, to all of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, where's the connection to the wolf sheep? <laughs> yeah, no, and I've tried to explain it multiple times. But what I've continuously found is whenever I, ex- I explain it, people just give me the blank, the blank nod. Mm-hmm. Of okay, sure, sure. We'll listen. We don't get it. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing with the title of my blog. Like I thought it was really cool, and people are like, "Yeah, that blog about the unicorns or the." And I'm like, "Okay, that's the I've lost them." You know, so <laughs> I design content, and then Rochelle builds the gate to get them to my content. So I have to know what I'm good at, and I'm not good at marketing. Well, I thought it was. Well, we're not going to discuss the blog, but I always yeah. thought it was good from the perspective just of like, well, what the heck is that? Is yeah, this yeah, like yeah. A, a sci-fi channel reality show blog about all the different mythological creatures that they investigate on. <laughs> see, right there. But like a you, hunting but show. But see, you would come into it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, this isn't what it was. Okay. All right. So. So, Rochelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I, I work in the marketing field, have been doing that for a little while, everything from website to social media to anything in print anything in email etc so any anytime I bump into something whether it's a podcast or I listen to a lot of different podcasts and um, or you know see a television ad on TV or even if I get something in the mail Mm -hmm. like I just have that eye like I just because that's what I do that's what I'm thinking about pretty much you know at least 40 hours out of the week Mm -hmm. right Um, so I've just always got, you know, kind of tuned into that kind of thing. So um, when, you know, bump into Matthew knowing that he's got 
couple different websites that he's looking at managing and, and now he's getting into the you know the vlog business um oh, yeah that uh <laughs> I, I just immediately think of how can you make it better how can you make it better that's mm-hmm. that's there's you can always improve especially in the marketing field and and the one thing I, that's consistent is i think marketing is it's mostly based just on common sense mm-hmm. it like it, it doesn't take I don't, I don't have a degree in it mm-hmm. <laughs> um but most people that I work with don't. You you just kind of get into it, and it's what makes sense, what works. There's a measurement side to it, mm-hmm. um, and you, so you get clear evidence if something is working or not. But um, th- I just kind of approach Matthew as, "Hey, I got an idea, you know, just based on my own experience and right. what I think, and does it make sense? Does it work for you?" <clears throat> the you know, it is com- good chunk of common sense, but also it's a really good chunk of it's just got to be good. Like whatever the end result is has mm-hmm. to be good. And for you know, you're driving people to a website, there's there's lots of different ways to approach that. And you know, there's people are googling everything. I mean, that's where you go if you don't. Oh, does this company have a website? Does this you know, does this yep. podcast have a website? You're gonna go to Google and look for it. And if you're not set up to be found mm-hmm. um, by somebody searching on Google, then you know you're gonna be on the 25th page and you'll be buried there. And so. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Just a little tweak. Sometimes it's just changing the name of something, which it's a, it's a small change to make on the actual website. I mean, you're just typing over what you wrote. Right. <laughs> but it's it could be a big deal because it may change the meaning of something or it may change you know how you talk about it. And so it's just about looking for areas of opportunity, just slight, you know, what lever can I switch to make it that much more effective? Mm-hmm. So, well, and, and the one thing I like... See here, uh, here I go getting emotional. Not emotional crying, but like the thing I like about Rochelle when she instructs, is I have some friends that instruct and make and they they just kind of push you away from the computer and they start typing. And when Rochelle does it, like she has a passion about it for one thing, which I don't necessarily have a passion about it, but like the marketing part because it's a bunch of stuff in my head that flow that just makes me all ah. But she has a passion about it. She makes it fun, and when she makes suggestions. She makes suggestions in a way that you know she's on your side, and she may think you're an idiot, but she never lets on. <laughs> you know, but it's it's like, like the instruction is coming from a place that she's supporting your vision mm-hmm. with something that you don't have, and and like at the end of the day, she'll get less credit on the the byline, you know, on the tagline, but she did half the work that gets it to where it needs to be. You know, so kudos. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, was with a uh, publication with a local school, uh, uh, the newspaper for the school, and one of the departments that I never wanted to have anything to do with was like the sales department. You know, they they sold ad revenue for the paper, and I when you're when we're talking about marketing, kind of a little bit of a sidetrack, but just to get a deeper understanding of it. How much of your job is with the marketing is tied with that to sell it to the advertiser? Like, is it part of the process, or is it mainly just focused to the foot traffic that's going to come through to the website or pick up the book or whatever? I think it comes down to what's the call to action? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're actually trying to communicate? And I can kind of compartmentalize that a little bit because, you know, in a in a job situation where you know, I, I work for a company that's trying to sell something and they need somebody to tell the world that it's available, there's a sales aspect to that for mm-hmm. sure. And you've got to take in consideration just not only the, you know, what is the promotion? Is it Does it have a price point? Does it have a website that you drive to? What's the call to action that you want somebody to take? Go to the website? Do you want them to call a phone number? Like things, those are all like sales, salesy related. And so, um, but that's that's the purpose of it. So yeah. in this case, I mean, this is just about reaching out to people and connecting with people. And, um, you know, from Matthew's side of, you know, working in a ministry, it, it's just about connecting, like getting mm-hmm. in touch with people. You're not really selling anything. I mean, it's you're just kind of reaching out and letting people know that you're out there. And if they need some help or assistance or advice right. or if they just want to meet you or, you know, whatever. And so how... It is still marketing because you're putting a message out there for people to find and discover and explore, but the call to action is just, it's very different and it's, there's a different motivation there. Mm-hmm. 
No, yeah. I just I wanted to ask because when we talked, we were talking before we started recording, and uh, you know, you said, "Well, what are we going to talk about?" Just the marketing <laughs> stuff, and and Matthew said, "Yeah, we'll make that interesting." I find it interesting to you know have the under an understanding of the ins and outs of it and what exactly is the focus. Like wording, I know is really. One of those well, word choice specifically with certain things of you make random connections to an off topic and all of a sudden it's like, oh, uh, you know, that doesn't really sound good <laughs> because bunny trails, bunny, bunny trail thought processes will lead you to think, well, are they trying to connect this to this and that? Well, they like, okay, so last night I do a lot of mentoring over the phone. Uh, and over Skype, but last night, one one of the <clears throat> one of the most curious things that I've ever heard is that for years we've been sending signals out into space, like trying to communicate. So we send radio signals out, hoping we hear an answer back. And so last night I'm talking to um, this kid who's 25 and he's struggling with his sexuality, and like he asked me about my ministry and he said it's so cool that you've been doing what you do for so long. And I said. Basically, what I've been doing for 20 years is sending a signal out into the Internet to tell people there's help. And God connected the two last night. And it was like, like that's if, if you have a signal and you're sending it out to nowhere, then what's the point? But if you can amplify that signal and if you can get it to the people, sorry, <laughs> if you can get your signal to the people that need to hear it, and if you get that signal out, no matter what you're fighting against, that's the purpose behind it. Because otherwise you're creating great content for who, you know? And there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of noise in, on the internet. I mean, but, but every piece of media, like think of how much we consume in a day and how many yeah. messages you get hit with mm -hmm. and how many of them do you actually remember? Um, or, you know, that you write down or that you make a mental note to follow up on later, or it could be days later. You're like, what was that? What was that thing again? And mm -hmm. like, that helps you understand like how loud that message was, how much it connected to you. And so when we're thinking about the name of the, you know, this podcast or whether it's a name of a blog or whatever, it's, it may have some connection to you, but if you're trying to connect with someone, what's how, what, how are they going to relate to it? They might not have any frame of reference to what you're talking about. Right. So you, it's it, think about your audience, and that's a, that's another like marketing principle is who is your audience? What are they expecting? What are they? How are they going to find you? And whether that's in the Google land or um, and and other places, Twitter. I mean, all of that stuff. There's there's search. Everything's searchable if it's on the internet. So how do you? How do you position yourself so you can get found by the people who need you the most that are you know right. desperately needing help or just looking for a, an honest resource? I, and that's why we're here doing this one. Right, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I can break it down from every single perspective. Like one of the things that as you're talking and telling me all these things, I'm thinking of uh, the way I consume podcasts. And there's very few of them that are anything other than weekly, usually one episode a week. There's a few that are uh, every day, and uh, I enjoy having them every day, but the retention of exactly what it is that you listen to is not as long-lasting, because I, I would have heard one last week from, uh, there's one I listened to that he researches historical topics, like last week's was uh, uh, FDR's wife. Uh, Eleanor. Eleanor. Eleanor Roosevelt. Thank you. And like I've been thinking yeah. it over, and it's because I haven't been consuming all these other sorts of media out specifically about history. And yeah, yeah, there's there's a there's a, a deafening process that happens when you're just bombarded by it over and over and over. Um, I think there's also a thought process of being amused and entertained, or being educated. Like I went, I I was at a high school helping out with an ACT exam and I picked up a book about the Panama Canal and I'm like, I Panama Canal, I read this kid's book about it and how big it is and then I went and, and watched all the documentaries on the Panama Canal. And so like that curiosity and that thirst for knowledge on something simple that I didn't know took me to a place where I was ready to hear the knowledge that, I, that was out there. And so rather than just watching Netflix all day, like you had you had a historical curiosity that took you somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have the people 
out there that need to hear this information and they're hungry for it, we got to get it on their plate, you know. Well, let's let's break it down from the listener's perspective because you're a listener. I mean, I listen to the show too just to kind of critique ourselves and find out what to edit or what things to change. But you've been listening since the beginning or you've le- you've listened to all of the shows so far, right? Um, compared to the first episode to now, <laughs> like I know the flow of things is definitely better because we we're, we know how to have the good rapport back and forth. But like what what things have changed for the better, what things have changed for the not so better. <laughs> well, I I think I, one of my pieces of feedback to Matthew was I think I think you've got something here because the relationship that you guys have just between each other and your camaraderie, the humor, and you're definitely coming at it from like completely different perspectives. Your interests, uh, Lewis, are so different than you know Matthew's. Like, and we still like each other. Yeah, and you get along Somehow, and great. Yeah. It, but I mean, but but that adds to the dynamics of the conversation. You're just coming at things at different angles, and that just becomes interesting. So, like the the basis of what you're doing. It is fun to listen to and, and to hear just even just sharing you know, your personal stories about, oh, I had this phone call last night or, you know, I'm something with my house or, you know, I've got like those add, you know, variety and, and people can connect with those things because those are happening in their lives, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just nice to know you're not the only one out there having these things happen. So just the the premise of what you're doing, it's got some potential. Like it's just you being you. And that's that's interesting. So that's one thing I think. From maybe the first time I listened to just even just this last week, um, the, there's some casualness to it that makes it very comfortable. So I don't know that you necessarily would want to change any of that because that kind of adds the overall character to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, I know just like I said, I listen to a ton of podcasts out there and there's a there is a bit of a pattern, but then you've got to make that decision of, do we want to follow what everybody else has been doing or do we want to set kind of our own thing, our own right. tone? And, and there's something to be said for sure about doing something different and being different because that people are always interested in that. Um, but then also you look at it, well, what is it about what these other podcasts are doing that make them so successful and how would we do that for us? Like how would right. that work for us rather than try to duplicate it? it's integrate or it's pick up little nuances and things. And I think a couple of things I told Matthew is like, you know, look at the way that you sign on and off to your audience or, um, you know, what, what do you, what kind of interactions do you want with your audience? And I've seen that grown for sure, where it, it became, you know, you, you even just said, Oh, I got an email from somebody this week. Mm-hmm. Woohoo. Let's celebrate that. Like that means you've got some connections going on mm-hmm. and people are engaging and they like what they're listening to. And, like that's exciting, but how much more could uh, that could be cultivated? Right. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of uh, the guy who emailed us, Al. He he was kind of excited at the prospect of having a call-in kind of method to it, which would take some kind of figuring out because obviously this is recorded, it's not live, so we would have to like put it out to okay, we're recording now, so try to call in now. And how do you incorporate that through Skype, et cetera? But there's room to grow. Uh, and one of the things that I would never want to change about it is, you know, the back and forth that we got. Uh, I've noticed that it, and it's probably part of the healing process. Because when we started, it was two grumpy old men talking about issues. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Well, last week I did have a problem with realtors, which Rochelle. It, Rochelle says she knows three good realtors, so I apologize that so I, I shouldn't. It's not a blanket statement a that blanket they're all statement crooks. There are some all, good ones out there. Yes, there are good realtors out there. We will not name them until they pay for advertising, <laughs> but there are some good ones out there. So if we offended you, or if I offended you, um, come help sell my house and give me a you know good deal, and we'll go from there. That's <laughs> the, the humor. Like Gina loved to hear the stories about that. Um, yeah, there were some actual good stories too. Like, I'll tell you one quick story. I, I when I came into the house, there were twenty realtor cards in a in the drawer in the kitchen, and I thought twenty realtors. Like nobody's been able to sell this house, and I kept the cards for years because I'm like, we won. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a good story. Hmm. You know, and then when we first got the house, the key was leopard print, and I was like, oh no, 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 we're getting a new key. <laughs> I'm not having a, a leopard print key in the house. What on, what went on here, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway. you just don't want to know. 
Yeah, and the uh, the the other thing that has kind of grown as well, this is me as an as an observer, is that we've still got the issues like the okay. Here we go revisiting the past. Oh, we started. I told you about yeah. the podcast, and I told Matthew this was supposed to be a blog, and I was going to talk about you know my problems either within the church or within Christianity or within my walk and. Um, the kind of stuff that isn't really brought up on a Sunday because either it's just too uncomfortable to talk about, kids are present and you don't really want to talk about it with them there, and that's where we were going. And in some ways we still do that, but we're not as angry, I guess, anymore. Not that we were really irate when we started, but the perspective has changed and like I said that's probably a bit of the healing process well like, something's happened to me there's probably somebody out there praying but like ever since we did the podcast on should Christians cuss like the Lord has told me no they shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't do it in a mean way but it's like if you're trying to communicate something of value and I've always said this you don't need to go to the seven or eight words that are that devalue the English language you can you can communicate language and, and your story through other words. And so I just, you know, I had a friend that would hang out with me and he would say all the words that I thought were okay. And when he said them, I was like, oh, oh, that's horrible. And so the Lord was like, that's what you sound like. And so I've really curbed a lot of that, you know. Um, and it's, I have not felt a detriment. I felt nothing but being built up inside by not having those words in my vocabulary. So My mom always said that, folks who use those words that they're not as creative everybody knows those words yeah 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 like so use some different words and that shows how your creativity <laughs> agreed yeah. yeah and it takes uh the same way it takes a, a village to raise a child in oh, many ways it takes a village quoted, to kind of keep you just you. quoted the beast the beast <laughs> it takes a village the pantsuit beast. hillary clinton the pantsuit oh geez. yeah good job uh, yeah, that, see, there are still some things. There's that... some, yeah, the, the similar things. <laughs> she didn't come up with the term, all right? She did. She wrote a book. It takes a village. Yeah, but that term came before Hillary Clinton. Oh, it did. Oh, good. Thank goodness. That thing's got to be a lot older than she is. I mean, well, I well anyway, yeah, all right, rabbit trail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where were we? Um, good things and bad things. So yeah, we've changed for the better. I think. What do you think of the length? Like, usually we try to keep it at an hour or so. Yeah, I think um, it'd be interesting to know if you have stats on that because I mm-hmm. think it would speak for itself of when when do people stop listening, if they stop listening. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the, the attention span of, I would say, the average person is a few minutes when mm-hmm. it comes to this type of media. Um, when I, The other podcasts that I listen to, there's one of them that's about 15 minutes. I can listen to it on my commute, which is perfect mm-hmm. uh, and then there's others that you know it's a full broadcast of a sermon or something and those are maybe closer to 30 or 40 minutes long you know that's appropriate for because it's a duplication of a sermon okay right. but this kind of is a standalone so there's not it has to be within this time or this time but I kind of default to your audience again mm-hmm. who you know what's the attention span how long will they listen how you know it, as long as as long as they're connecting with you and finding it interesting, I mean, they'll listen to the whole thing, even if they have to break it up in, you know, multiple days because, you know, you're busy, you got to run around or something. Um, Like the, I mean, the the conversation is what brings the value. And if it takes 15 minutes to get that, you know, to create that value, or if it takes 30 minutes or 40 minutes, or in your case, usually over an hour, (laughs) um, (laughs) that value is still there. So Mm -hmm. I, my personal preference because it would be shorter right. <laughs> because I, I have so much time on a commute or so much time in the shower or so much, you know, I try to fit it in, in those moments mm-hmm. where, you know, I, I'm not you know disturbing anyone else by listening to it and, or, you know, I can't really listen to it with headphones at work because I need to focus on what I'm doing at yep. work. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think shorter is always better, but you don't want that to limit the creativity or limit the value that people are getting out of it. The level of, uh, of stats that I'm able to get from the website that we use is a bit limited on that. Like it'll tell us where this download came from and it tells us who our top listener is or 
You know, we had somebody from Russia listening to last That's week. That's great. Which was cool. But They're always listening. <laughs> but I can't tell how long they actually listen to. Right. Which is a little difficult. Um, why'd you do that? Now I'm all <laughs> But it's... The gray goose flies at midnight. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a bit for me to figure out a, a way to... Um, shorten it because I, I well i'm not gonna say i'm a i'm a man of many words but obviously i am or we are because mm -hmm. we go so long sometimes i would think the one thing like your questions are always usually really good um i would say maybe just like i mean I, i'm not sitting here picking on you because i don't ever write any questions i just show up um but like maybe like <clears throat> maybe less questions because we go into depth, like we go into detail and depth, and sometimes we reach the questions ahead of time. And that's one reason I stopped reading the questions because mm -hmm. I would be answering a question that was three three rows down. Right. So, but like, like your questions are so well written. Like, like I look at them, I'm like, oh, that's that's just amazing. I could have never done that, you know. Um, to which you say, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, We're working you. on that. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I, I think maybe less questions because we still have good content. And then I honestly think maybe if we shortened it up a bit and gave people a nugget to chew on that might cause them to think more rather than feeding them everything, mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. It's just a thought. Well, and if it's a subject that you're both very passionate about, yeah. you can break it up. You can break it up in part A, part B, and, you know, come oh, back yeah. next week <laughs> Yeah, when we can finish the conversation. Yeah. I've tried paying attention to... Well, the only listener that I interact with, that I hear listening to the show, is is my wife, and she'll listen to it in the mornings before she goes to work. So she'll get up because she's up before I am, grab something to eat, sit down at the laptop. After she's done reading, she'll turn it on. And um, the few times I've been up while she's listening and she doesn't have enough time to finish it, she'll usually wait till the next question comes up and end it there jot down the time, come back and listen to it. Uh, uh, and it usually takes her about two to three days to finish it. Now, mm. it's not... It's not effective, I guess, in terms of... That's like the Pony Express. Uh, well, it's it's not <laughs> easy to listen people, to. younger people, that's how they used you know. to deliver the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I listen to... Like, I've got a two-hour two hour and 50-some-odd-minute podcast I'm, I've got loaded up right now. I'm not going to finish that on my Ever. drive home. Ever. <laughs> you, you really have no idea how many podcasts I listen to. I mean, unless it's a podcast about the Titanic and I'm there. Well, I, I've usually, and it's it's probably a bad thing, because yeah. uh, I've got a bad habit of putting the earbuds on and walking to the mailbox, getting in the car, shopping at Publix, going to pick this up, mm -hmm. do that. So I'm listening to something throughout the entire day most of the time, unless I'm with my wife or whoever. Right. But I'm I'm on the completely deep end of that spectrum where nobody's listened to podcasts that much, right? Uh, and may, there's just no time. There's no. It's not really a, a, a culture that's tailored for that, I guess, in a way. Okay. Because it's just too busy. But yeah, okay, we can work on the time. That's fine. Yeah. What, what about, else? <laughs> what about what about the topics? Do we go too heavy on certain things, or I, you know, I don't. I'm I'm always looking forward to seeing what the topic is. Like, and I, so like I don't feel like I can be incredibly judgmental about it because the topics are what make make it interesting for you all to communicate about it or to talk about it. Like. Like, like I'm like, oh, well, what are they going to talk about this week? You know, and and even if you you know, you might say in the previous podcast what the next week is going to be, it might not be exactly what I think it is. Mm -hmm. Once I start listening to it, maybe you go down a different path or something, and so then it's like, you know, that might be a good thing or a bad thing depending on what the topic is. But yeah. it's just mm -hmm. it adds you know dimension to the experience of listening. So. And that's yeah, that's why on the list I've got it pretty vague. Like sometimes he'll look at the list. And say, well, what does this mean? And I'll and I'll just give him like the really short version of it, because I, in a in a sense I like the surprise of it, because that way you don't come at it from uh, a very 
concerted or prepared pre-ready version of it or it's just like well here's the answers i wrote them all down we can yeah i don't we're not presenting information it's more of an opinionated make people think would send me a text message and she would answer a question that we ask on the blog and i'd be like what's she oh she's she's referencing the blog (laughs) and then randall horn uh who is in texas and i always forget the city where they are i always wanted to give them a shout out I'm not going to say it because I don't remember the town. And it, it, I always say Conroe. It's not Conroe. Anyway, Randall sent me like a thing on New a thing on Christmas Day, and he sent me an email a while back, and he answered one of the questions the way he would answer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's the way this should work. Mm-hmm. The, like we're we're getting people to think about something. We're not telling them how to think. We're getting them to think testimony, our ver- version or opinion or help me out here. Your your conver- they want to participate in your yeah. conversation, which is great because that's an indication that they're interested. Yeah, especially if they're you know communicating outside. You know, well, obviously you can't communicate during the podcast, so it would right. be outside of that. But I keep I'm thinking you know you you all sign up you know oh I'm you know Lewis or I'm Matthew contact me here contact me here no, like really you want your folks to contact you oh, yeah. because yeah not only just for feedback about what you thought about whatever you heard but. You, whatever your comment is or whatever your perspective is that's about the topic that you heard about, that may inspire you all to talk about it again or it may inspire you to talk about something else that came out of that conversation. And yeah. it's, it's a great way to include people in the conversation that maybe live in Texas or are yeah. listening on the, you know, and they're, as they're getting ready for work or something. It's, that's, I think that's, it goes back to like the whole the whole part about this. What makes it so great is, the connection between the two of you, but then your connection with your audience, like they're, they're interested in what you have to say. And so how can you include them in that conversation, even though they're not physically here in the room right. and you know, you all have a Facebook page for the podcast and you know, people can make comments there. And um, you know, I know you, you post the podcast there to let people know that, you know, it's available now or whatever. Right. And like start the discussion on there because it sounds like you've got people who are interested or even if it's like a, Hey, great job. I totally agree with you. Or, well, let me tell you what my experience was. Yeah. It was this or what, you know, I saw a different side of this and kind of adds again, adds dimension. And I, that's, that's what makes like that relationship thing is what makes the world kind of go around. That's what mm-hmm. it really inspires people. And, um, I would say enriches our lives. No, and the, the, even the disagreement doesn't have to be a bad thing mm-hmm. because we disagree about a lot of stuff, but that gives us a new perspective on things too, a new viewpoint. Like when Matthew tells me, well, not exactly. He'll give me a look sometimes and it's like, mm, no. And, and we might not agree, but I, I, that gives me the opportunity to, don't do that, <laughs> to start thinking of it a different way. And that's, I think that's the real worth of it is that, you're forced to think. That's why we sign off with that. We hope we made you think. Right. Well, and, and like, I always go back to this story, but the, the moment that I realized that Lewis was three-dimensional was, like, we were youth group leaders together, and there was stuff going on in the youth group leader team back then that I had no idea about. I thought we were all youth group leaders. I didn't know some of us were out behind the dumpster smoking, you know, and, and it just, it never even occurred to me that things like that were happening, but... We had a good team going, but we weren't we weren't too cohesive. We could do things together, but we didn't like each other. We didn't hang out. And Lewis piped up one time, and he's like, "If we're gonna do this together, we're gonna have to do. We're doing this together. Let's just stop messing around and let's let's live life together. Otherwise, I don't need this in my life." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." What he said, and like, it was like the first time like somebody in that group said how they were feeling and they were real about it and I was like I could do I could do life all day long with somebody like that I don't need to do life with you over there little red-headed singer who does Jesus on stage but she doesn't have him anywhere else in her life um so it was like that's the person that's the person that I know he is inside so when I see sometimes the best you and I mean, it, same thing with me. Sometimes I use it to be funny, but then there are times that I just I get so bogged down in this happened, this you know, this person did this or whatever, and it's like make a make a story out of it and get over it. 
mm-hmm. move on, you know? And so that's like when I'm, you know, Lewis, one of the things we know about Lewis now is that Lewis does not like surprises. And so I try not to surprise Lewis. Um, future, future. But I love surprises. So I'm like, but it's like I can't put my stuff on him. I can't say, well, you should like surprises. Surprises are amazing. Blah, blah, blah. But I've got to be okay with the fact that he doesn't like surprises. But I don't have to be okay with the fact that he is amazing at stuff and he won't take the compliment. I don't have to be okay with that. Oh, that's that's where I have room for growth <laughs> in this, you know. Uh, that the entirety of that event, I know why I I understand why it's valuable to you. Yeah, but we had been there for some time. You had been there for quite some time. Yeah, and the youth group event at the youth yeah. group. Yeah, and we had a very dedicated uh, leadership. We had uh, meetings out the wazoo. I mean, we had All meetings upon meetings, yeah. which was good in a sense. It just it called down. The reason why I, I spoke up on that time was, oh, this is all great and hoorah, and, you know, let's all pat each other on the back. But I just looked at it, well, here's another opportunity where we're just going to come out of here clapping each other on the back, and we're going to forget about it tomorrow. Yeah, That's all it was. Because I'd seen it happen. We'd been there long enough that we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but when you live your whole life like somebody like me and, and relationships, like I can remember something I said to a kid in third grade. Like I remember relationships. Relationships to me are currency, like for my soul and my spirit. And so I don't just click like on a friend. I don't just have Facebook friends that I, just to have numbers. I, I go through my Facebook probably every three or four months, and I'm like, I haven't talked to you, <laughs> and I don't know who you are, and I probably just clicked because somebody you knew it was somebody I knew. So no, you're gone because I have value to relationships. So when you said that, it's like, okay, he's worth keeping around. These other people, whatever, you know. Well, so th- Thank yeah. you, thank you. I said thank you. <laughs> yeah, you said it three times. That's yeah. good. And you stole some chocolate out of my Christmas present, which I was very happy about. It, well, so, anyway. Thank, yeah, thank you for that, too. <laughs> right. um, okay, so we've talked about length. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a name change so that it's searchable. We've talked about content, but we're good on that. Mm-hmm. Um, where at, what else? Like, um, we talked, oh, just, I think it goes along the idea of getting found. There's... There's the name, but there's also the descriptions, yeah. and also just even how you talk about once a recording is complete, how you describe it when in the listing. It's just more more ways for people to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the di- in our listings on our well, site, I mean, if it's let's say if it's publishing to like iTunes or something, yep. mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have obviously the name of the entire podcast, um, but then you have the name of the recording. And then you have the description of the recording. Right, the, you also have a description word. of the podcast as a whole. There's right. different places to kind of sprinkle more and more. Like it's text, you know, it's copy, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. you know, whatever you want, words. But <clears throat> those are all opportunities to to be found. Because I think about you know going to you into iTunes. They actually have a like religious category mm-hmm. um, that you can go select the category and it'll show you the top trending. Yeah. You know the top podcasts that are available today. Who's getting the most. Is it viewership, listening ship, whatever right, it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, descriptions that go along with that. Like, let's say you, you know, you come across focus on the family or something. Yeah. It's just a great podcast. Um, you know, do I want to listen to this episode? Well, let me see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Those are all information that people make decisions on. Uh, is, is this worth my time? Is this worth my, you know, I have 15 yeah. minutes today. Is this going to do it? So do you think like he put ours under explicit? Just because we all the stuff we talk about, not necessarily because we cuss, but like I talk about homosexuality, you know, I talk about walking out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you think that helps us or hurts us? Hmm. I mean, I, I I don't know. Like, I I don't want to like jump on that, but it's like when he said that, I understand why he did it. But I'm like, I think that might like might like limit. Or you know? I guess I would go back to what do most people think that means? Right. What does what does the average person think explicit means? And my, I think of dirty things. I think mm-hmm. of a stripper. You know, that's where my head went. Yeah. that's where my head went. And I think that might be. I mean, if you're talking about a subject matter that maybe would 
be sensitive to someone, you know, if label the individual you podcast. Could, you could start the podcast by just saying, Hey, we're going to be talking about this today. Yeah. You know, if this is not for you, then that's okay. We'll catch you next week or whatever. But you know, where would most people go to find, to find this? Where, what category would that be under? I, I mean, you all definitely cover the, the religious category, I think, but there may be some other things in there too. So you just have to take a look at that and see what feels the most comfortable. I don't think there's an exact science about it unless you go down a hardcore measurement path, which I, I wouldn't even place that upon you as a to-do. Yeah, It's just too much detail, unless you're talking about you know millions of listeners right now, but <laughs> yeah, no, and, and maybe someday. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. My experience, in, in experience within the podcast community was kind of limited other than you know as a listener uh my friend dominic and i we had a podcast that we did together for a while more entertainment based uh and i remember when he because he did all the stuff i didn't this is something i learned along the way when he was getting the itunes page set up he just clicked explicit and i, and I remember i asked him well why'd you do that so just in case all right and thank God he did, because sometimes it did get a bit, you know, on the off end. But right. knowing that we were going to approach this the way we were approaching it, I thought, well, better be on the safe side. And it was never a choice to try to turn people off. We could change No, I, it. Didn't, I didn't think you were. I thought it was just a fail-safe, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just in case somebody got offended by what we say. But, like, I... I think that's one thing I think we can change because I think we've grown to the point now that we're, I think we're beyond that. I, I think we could use that as a, a boundary or a, I don't know, not limitation, uh, a boundary. Well, let's, all right, let, yeah. let's add another piece of frankness to it. Uh-oh. There's no Frank here, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bad joke. The, the way the professionals have done it, yeah. and I've noticed it, is when they're podcasting, there's usually a guy that holds a notebook or yeah. something, a piece of paper, and when something happens that needs editing, jots it down immediately at the time point Yeah. so that it makes it easier at the end to do the editing process. And I've just been kind of lazy about that. Like there's, Oh, I didn't even know. Like when yeah. you belch the the last time. That's not explicit. That's no, it's life. not explicit, but we could have easily removed that. No. I have it to say there's an to... audience who hears that. I did notice that there was a belch last time. <laughs> and I was like, gross. Sorry. <laughs> it has it some just, character to like it. Like one day I just opened up my mouth and it accidentally came out. Like most of the time they're planned, but that one was not, and it surprised me. On the positive, I guess it just meant you were very comfortable <laughs> with your environment. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've got that going for yeah. us. Yeah. But to cover off on some, if, if, you, if you feel like you're having topics that there is some sensitivity there for your audience, you can sh- you put that in your overall podcast description that we're going to cover topics from A to Z and give them some examples and stuff so that as they're reading what is this about? Mm-hmm. People can make their own decision. They can decide if if this is for me or let me give it a try or this is not for me. Just, you know, everybody's in a different place. You don't know, you know, right. different yeah. sensitive sensitivities. Well, this is, this has all been good because I've had to accept that the hesitation to change, the, the, like well, I told you about that experience initially, which was you know reluctance immediately to put up a wall. It's selfish, you know, because it, I want to keep it the way it was. But as Matthew told me too that day, it's like, well, we're, we're I don't know about you, but we're reaching. I'm reaching people. I'm reaching my people within my group. I'm reaching people that I know. I'm reaching people I don't know. And when he put it like that, it was like, well. Yeah, I guess this has grown some beyond just being, you know, us sitting down and playing radio and it becomes, well, who knows, maybe we're actually doing something here. By the way, that's how I have to talk to my dad about it. I tell him we we do a radio show. Because if I said podcast, his brain would explode and I'd be responsible for that. So you're thinking of your audience. Yeah, he's 73. He doesn't get it, you know. Yeah. Well, I I quoted uh, Cy Rogers today to Matthew okay. that changes and it's an – inevitable consequence of growth mm-hmm. so the fact that your things grow like change will follow so that's a good thing yeah, yeah. 
Change, change is not the goal. It's not the goal. Change is an inevitable process of growth. And I was like, byproduct or process. Yeah, that, that's like, and that to me, like, like it or not, I'm a mover and a shaker whether I choose to be or not. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm reaching a billion people, but I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't, but I don't, like, I'm not on stage at SeaWorld anymore. I'm not, it's not my show and it was back then. I didn't care who was surrounding me. I was making everybody laugh. But it's not my show anymore. Like, this is to canvas as many people as possible. Like, people listening are going to hear your story. They're going to be, and they're going to endure mine. <laughs> but they're going to be ministered to by yours. And then they're going to hear mine and endure yours. And then sometimes they're going to be ministered to by both. And I think that, like, I'm a rocket. I'm going somewhere. God's pulling me to go somewhere and I need people with me to support that dream and vision of bringing people to Christ and that's like I think that's why we need to get this out there to more people and it's like we don't have to we're growing slowly so it's not like one day we're going to wake up and be like oh my gosh this is so overwhelming Mm -hmm. we're it's methodical this is not something like I'll be honest, I've never listened to one of these. I don't have to because I get what I need here, right? Um, because this is—it's about connecting with people, and I hear what people are saying because what they heard. Um, and sometimes people are hearing stuff that the Holy Spirit is saying. I'll be honest, because I'm like I don't remember saying that. Um, but like people are listening to it. I'm being ministered to. This friendship is broadening. We're both being propelled to be better people by the spirit of God. And so that to me, like that hits all my checkpoints and I didn't even have a checkpoint. I'm not a checkpoint guy, but that hits all my, my thing, my checkpoint list. So anything more than that is a bonus to me. And anytime I'm talking to somebody and I can say, go check out my blog, go check out the podcast, go check out whatever. Yay. Yay. Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about him. It's all about pushing his name forward. Not any of ours. Um, you know, and so, Maybe we should call the blog a Jesus company. <laughs> That's something we've been toying around with on the blog. We've been making fun of stuff. Uh, not anyway, Jesus. We've been making not fun Jesus. of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, those are my thoughts on it. It's like I don't think you have to fear or I, – I think the things – I may be speaking out of turn. I think the things you need and want this to be are happening, so anything else – is definitely a bonus, you know. Right, it's icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah. and it at no point. Well, as I long as it's not carrot cake. I'm no, not, it's not so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. go yeah. ahead. Uh, at no point was this ever modeled to be something to sell. You know, going back to the idea. Yeah. Of, you know, selling something and putting an advertiser on it. Yeah. No, I don't want it to be that. Yeah. You know, this is good enough for me. Whether we reach. 35 people or 10,000, whatever. Um, I'm happy with it. So I, I I give it over to make it something better. So any other suggestions before we close out? Hmm. I think we covered on the big ones. And I'm, I'm in those, I say big ones, but they're really not like that big. Mm-hmm. So, But I think they could have a really big impact. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, all, all, all to make it more... Uh, not palatable, but just easy to reach. Findable. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I'll be honest, like if if there would have been something honestly wrong with any of your ideas or any of your anything, I think I would have approached it different. But it, this is just like everything you set up and did and everything that you've done so far is awesome. I just want a magnifying glass over it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I because it needs – it needs amplification. It doesn't necessarily need a, an overhaul. It's it needs modification and amp, amplification, and those are good things. Like mm-hmm. you have a good product. We I think we have something good here, and it's. I always I always feel like this. Like until something is ready, God doesn't present it to the masses, and we've been working this out and having a good time with it. But everything that we do is you know should be submitted to God, and mm-hmm. and and. Everything that we've been gifted at, God can use. And so that's just my thought is it may be scary that God is wanting to use you in something like this that we're just having fun with, but why not? Christianity doesn't have to be hard. 
mm-hmm. it can be as simple as living our everyday life and having a, a ball. Agreed. Yeah. And that's a good partnership. That's that's uh, you would say like I, I kept thinking iron sharpens iron the whole time you all were talking about you know you're encouraging each other trying to get each other to be better a better person and like there's no other I would say there's I would even call it a Christian relationship that yeah. does that like there's no other comparison to that so the I think I love the fact that you're saying you know take what we do and just amplify it absolutely that's really the because the, the the meat and the meat and potatoes bread and butter whatever it's well, first, it's God. It's yeah. God, and and it, that is He's in the middle of all of this, and you know, give Him all the glory, give Him all of the the, the attention and time. It's just you're all having a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so maybe the name of the group should be Iron Sharp. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun week. Wolf sheep, Iron yeah. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, we hope we made you think. Uh, uh, if you want to reach us for the duration of what it is, Wolf Sheep, um, please, uh, you may reach us at Facebook, facebook.com slash Wolf Sheep Pod, or you can reach me at uh, email four, number four, C S L U I S at gmail.com. Matthew? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, bigfishministry at gmail.com or maddiewalk.com. And make sure to check out Maddiewalk because yeah. Michelle just helped you. Oh, yeah. Update. We're in the process of overhauling it and upgrading. Almost it. ready. Almost ready. Mm. We're, we're doing some migrations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Except Michelle, on this you. one, there won't be any wildebeest or zebras or, <laughs> al- or crocodiles. Yeah, so. my, my absolute pleasure to be... I believe the first female guest on yes. the yes, uh, yeah, no, Gina, I think was, was Gina the first. here. Okay, well, and then okay. We had Rebecca. No. Okay, I, fabulous. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a part of a very small group. I, <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I feel sorry, incredibly privileged sorry. to be in the company of those two women. So, <laughs> now wait, maybe something else to add on. But yeah. oh yeah, why not? But uh, from Luis Cavedo and Matthew Walker, Rochelle Goldberg. Uh, this is Wolf Sheep.